morning. My name is Ginger. I am not enlightened. I am not very wise either. But I do know what my original nature looks like. This knowledge is not from my intellect alone. This morning, I'd like to talk about what I know about my original nature and its relationship with truth in the universe. Last month, our temple held an online book club on thunderous silence, which is about Har Sutra. In the book, Reverend Yu introduces three kinds of knowledge. They are borrowed knowledge, wisdom, and prajna, which means innate wisdom. Borrowed knowledge is what we learned through reading books and listening to lectures. This is an intellectual understanding. When borrowed knowledge is deepened by our direct experiences, it becomes wisdom. Prajna, innate wisdom, refers to inherent awareness or consciousness. Innate awareness is something that is always there. All three, prajna, wisdom, and intellectual understanding are essential elements for us to acquire on our journey to enlightenment. With the understanding of these three kinds of knowledge, let me share what I know about my original nature. First, my original nature is serene. I was about preschool age when I noticed pure silence for the first time. I intuitively knew that there was something, there was that quietness within me beyond the perception of my senses. Although I was not capable of investigating or deepening it any further at the time, the sense of stillness was clear. And I remember it was soothing. Now my understanding of this serenity has gotten a bit deeper. And I know the serenity I experienced is primal. Its presence does not move. It is always there whenever I reflect on it. In fact, it has never moved. True nature is inherently calm. This is different kind of silence from the one we may feel when we are immersed in, peaceful, in a peaceful environment. But regardless of any external conditions, we will be peaceful when our mind is at peace and our mind becomes peaceful when it is devoid of thoughts and their corresponding emotions. So realizing the empty nature of self becomes the foundation for being serene. True self and emptiness may seem like two different subjects, but actually they are the same. Second, my original nature is bright. Brightness means awareness. 
It is awareness that makes us sense serenity. Serenity and awareness always appear together. They are like the two sides of one coin. The awareness is always there, and yet it appears most clearly when our mind is still. When I, as a child, was surrounded by stillness, I also noticed that this knowing was there. When you see the moon, do you also see the other side of it? Probably not. But we know that the moon is a sphere and the invisible part of it, invisible part of the moon, always exists when we look at it. Knowing true nature is like looking at the moon as a whole. Stillness and innate awareness are the two key elements of true nature. The awareness itself senses stillness. And the awareness also enables us to recognize everything around us through our six sense organs. This is certainly true for me as far as I understand my authentic self. So far, I've shared what I noticed, what I have noticed about my true being, my original nature. What does my true nature have to do with truth in the universe then? The relationship between the two is found in Master Sotesan's Dharma words. One day, a student asked Master Sotesan, Why is it important to see our true nature when we proceed with our practice? Master Sotesan said, It is like mastering the alphabet when you are learning a language. Once we learned the basic alphabet of our true nature, we will be able to correctly read truth in the universe. In other words, knowing about our true nature is like obtaining an eye to see truth. It is our tool for discovering truth in the universe. I found one interesting point about the truth within me and the grand truth of the universe. The universe and I equally share the same source, but when it comes to how we each approach the source, difference sets in. The little t truth in me is something that easily reveals itself. I do not need to put in a tremendous effort to find it. This is relatively easy. However, the grand T truth in the universe does not so easily reveal itself. Discovering it requires a great deal of effort. And finding truth is not the end of our journey. After discovering truth, I need to diligently cultivate its qualities and preserve them within me. Only then will truth benefit my life. At this point, we may need to ask ourselves whether or not we possess the tools we need to find truth in the universe.
Have you found your true nature? Do you keep it handy? If you're still looking for it, here is an encouraging idea for you. Master Chong San said, in the near future, even a 10-year-old child will be able to understand their true nature. 10 years old. Master Chong San does not say when exactly the near future begins. But seeing true nature may not be so difficult. It is not secret. And no tricks are involved either. In the near future, knowing our authentic self will be perceived as common sense by most people. I mean, if a child can understand it, why can't we even now? Descartes said, I think, I think, therefore I am. Thinking may be the representing feature of who we are. If so, when we say true, our true nature is inherently devoid of thoughts, what does this mean? Let's consider a Zen story between a teacher and his student. When a teacher saw his student diligently practicing sitting meditation, he asked, for what reason are you doing sitting meditation? The student said, I want to empty my mind and become a Buddha. After listening to the student's answer, the teacher went outside and came back with a brick and then started rubbing the brick. The student asked, why are you rubbing the brick? The teacher said, I am making a mirror out of it. But how can you make a mirror out of the brick? The student asked again. The teacher exclaimed, If I cannot make a mirror with this action, how can you be a Buddha just dealing with your thoughts? If I summarize this dialogue, it shortens like this. Will we become calm once we remove all our thoughts from our mind? Yes, we will. Is it possible to do so? No, it isn't. If we try to fight our ceaseless thoughts, we will never win. 100 defeats are predestined from 100 battles. If so, why bother? We don't want to go down that path. Fighting our thoughts is reckless, just like trying to make a mirror by rubbing a brick. Even so, some of you may still be rubbing a brick to make a mirror by fighting with your ego. No matter how your ego identifies you, do not pay attention to it. True nature will not be revealed as an outcome of our battle with our ego. I think there are a few reasons that block us from directly seeing what we want to see. One reason is that we think of true nature as something special, something extraordinary. This idea hinders us from experiencing our true nature 
even though we may have it right in front of us. If you find yourself in this group, consider the following idea. Our eyes, our eyes cannot see themselves, but it does not mean we do not have them or that they do not function properly. True nature is what enables us to be who we are right at this moment through seeing, hearing, touching, tasting, feeling, and thinking. These basic functions of living beings are not merely conducted by their brain or heart. Behind all these, there is awareness. Stillness. A stubbornly habituated thinking mind also contributes to hindrance. People who have stubbornly habituated thinking minds are the finger lovers. You know the popular Buddhist phrase, all dharmas are the fingers pointing to the moon. The fingers are here and they merely point to the moon, just as Dharma merely points to awakening to truth. Intellectual thinking is a means to understand truth. But once we are settled in the right direction, such thoughts need to be dropped. You might still think to yourself, how is it even possible? What is Ginger talking about? I am talking about the thing that you need to do right now, not to think, drop it. And redirect your attention from your thinking to your sense of being. Wrestling with these hindrances are what I meant by the action of rubbing a brick to make a mirror. When it comes to seeing true nature, a picking and choosing attitude can be your biggest hindrance. But if you simply drop that very attitude, your true nature is right here. You certainly can listen to my talk with your presence of your true nature. And you know what? I'll stop myself here and now. And I'll come back with further exploration of how to use the tool of clear and calm when we discover truth in the universe.